And what Amit said is that boundaries are not, you know, this, you know, that doesn't exist where Amit comes from. No. Like you don't need boundaries. You don't no. need to put, which boundaries really are separation. Totally. Boundaries are you're putting your wall up. So totally. if I have a boundary with you, it means I am separating myself from totally. you. And that's not the reality. The reality is they're one. You can't separate. Like you can't actually do that. What you can do though is have your resonant frequency and my resonant frequency. And when we're both doing that, the two resonant frequencies come together like, uh, you know, a violin and a trumpet and makes beautiful music, right? <laughs> That's what happens. That's the connection that comes in, but it's still separate, right? But we get to play the same music. It's a different frequency because one's a violin and one's a trumpet, but we're playing the same notes now. We're playing the same music. And that's when this harmony comes together where you can really just love that person for who they are. You know those moments where you mm -hmm. go, oh, God, I just I see you and I just love you for who you are. Beyond drama, beyond ego, beyond bullshit, you know, crap, whatever's happened, you can feel into that. That's mm -hmm. the magic. Welcome to Galactic Guidance, the show that channels the wisdom of beings from higher realms. Join us as we tap into the cosmic consciousness and receive messages of clear guidance to help us navigate our spiritual evolution on planet Earth. So sit back, relax, and let's connect into the higher frequency. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Galactic Guidance. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the topic of boundaries. <laughs> oh, boundaries. My Lord. <laughs> we're going to be talking about boundaries. And do we need to put boundaries up? Do we need that kind of protection? Or is that something of the 3D world? And mm. how far do we... Um, allow people to perhaps do their thing when it impacts us and how do we respond in mm. these situations from a higher perspective mm. and to get all those answers and much, much more, Yay. Um, we're going to <laughs> um, speak to a high dimensional being called Amid and um, if you want to understand how Amid has come into our life, you need to go back to episode one. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Yes, and that explains that episode, it. Where Marcus talks about how he has channeled Amid from a good 25 years ago. That's right. Long time and, ago. And um, it's just a beautiful conversation that happens where mm. Marcus goes into a trance state and channels in a high dimensional being from another planet. Yes. And so, whenever you're ready, Marcus. when I'm ready, all right, let's uh, let's do that. I already start hearing messages and stuff coming through, so um, it's always yeah. Especially when you ask the question before we start, type of thing. It's like okay, just tuning into the messages and the energy and the flow and the you know the stuff is really just nice. I love that. I love it. I love how that happens. That the messages start coming in even before the conversation start. Mm. It is with much joy that we are being in this presence with you in this moment, in this uh, energetic resonance construct 
that we are here to uh, be of the sharingness, to be of the um, uh, the gifting of the vibration and the resonance quality of the depth of the reality in this uh, construct, in this universal construct. We are much of the pleasedness to be here in this moment with you, in this of the presence in this time. Mm. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Amid. I'm so happy that you are here. And um, I have a question to you that um, about boundaries because it's it's an interesting topic because as we go through the years, you know, the more we step into our empowerment, the more we understand what our boundaries are and what we're prepared to proceed with what we're prepared not to pr proceed with but then it seems that that it becomes a bit blurred because it's like well am I acting out of love even if another person is not acting in the highest integrity say in a partnership or in a personal relationship or in any kind of interaction that you might have with friends that I feel like our job is to show the light and show the love and perhaps not put up those walls and not put up those boundaries and not give those expectations, but just be all loving and all giving. But to what extent does that just, um, we just allow that situation to, to continue? So it might be a business relationship where expectations are, are had with the other person and the other person is not doing what they're supposed to do. Um, do we just just continue and just allow them to see their own flaws whilst we're still giving everything into the relationship? Or do we put a boundary and we set expectations? These are the, you know, from a higher perspective, could you give us your opinion on all these matters? Mm. This is much of a... Um, um a bigness of the question, there is much depth into this reality that you must be of the understanding. There is uh, multiple dimensional frequencies that are uh, interacting in this uh, moment and in this of the questionness. And we wish for you to understand that when you are being of the fullness of your experience, being into, expanding into the fullness of your resonance, then this construct of the boundaries that you are being of the speaking of is not of the necessary. This is not a construct that uh, we experience in our existence because we are in the fullness of our resonant field. We are of the expansive nature and we allow the river of the energetics, the river of the resonant field to flow in and around us, to, throw, to flow of the throughness, uh, to flow, uh, to continue the flow aspect. Let, um, let us be of the... Uh, uh, breaking of this information down because this is uh, uh, somewhat of the complexity in the construct of a three-dimensional mindscape. This can be of the complex nature. We will try to be of the uh, simplest version for you to be of the understanding. What you must realize is that when you are in the fullness of who you are, then any other resonant patterns cannot be of the affecting of you, the infecting of you, and therefore not be of the influencing of the emotional body, of the ego body, of the mindscape. This won't be of the infection. 
when you are fully in the presence of your resonant field, there is a natural of the boundaries that happening because what you will find is that you have a unique resonant frequency. The Eleni beautiful resonant frequency is what you have. When you are expressing this resonant frequency, no other of the frequencies can come and change that resonance. And therefore, there is a natural uh, bouncing off of the frequencies. This is not a boundary as such, but this is a... Uh, uh, a um, energetic of the field that then has the quality of the bouncing off of the other resonant frequencies. One thing you must understand is that uh, uh, of the um, vibration that you are talking of, uh, it very much wishes for you to be drawn into this vibration. Uh, people who are in the, of the distressing state are people who are in of the uh, the the, uh, the shrunken vibrational nature of reality. wish to recruit other, other beings into this vibration. One of the uh, uh, Mindscape uh, activities, one of the Mindscape uh, requirements is that uh, you, uh, you um, uh, try to be of the uh, altering others' frequencies, to be of the vibration of your frequency. When this happens, there is a recruiting of frequencies that appears. This recruiting of frequencies uh, helps to justify the frequency, helps to amplify the frequency. When you are in your own resonance and when you are expanding into your own natural resonant field, there cannot be this uh, sharing of the frequencies. Therefore, others cannot be of the affecting of your frequency, of your resonant field. So this is not as such a boundary, but just your resonant frequency of itself creates a cushion creates a, a field of awareness that cannot be of the infectedness. It is only when you get of the triggered, uh, only when you get of the uh, surprise, only when you get uh, caught in the ego nature and the emotional nature of the experience that you then can be of the affected. This infection is that the frequencies of that uh, person that you are speaking of and your frequencies start to become in of the alignment. Um, and you drop into a disharmonic resonant pattern. This disharmonic resonant pattern wishes to amplify itself. It wants to, uh, it wants to align with other resonant patterns, other frequencies, and be of the uh, amplification of the uh, frequency nature. When you are in your resonant field, when you are uh, expanding into this field, and just being of this field, then it is uh, much of the uh, hardness for others to be of the infecting and altering the frequency resonant field that is playing out. This is what you must understand. When you are thinking of interaction as a resonant frequency field, not of a thing, not of a situation or an issue or a, a three-dimensional construct problem or situation, and just consider everything as a resonant field, then you can start to censor the disharmonic and the harmonic resonant patterns that are playing out. And often the disharmonic resonant patterns, which is just a misalignment of the resonant field. You, Miss Eleni, will fall into a disharmonic resonant pattern when you are not uh, established in your resonant frequency field. This disharmonic resonant pattern wishes to go out and to be of the amplified by matching and influencing other resonant frequencies. 
if you are in this state, then uh, you are of the influencing and sometimes of the eager nature that is sending out disharmonic resonant patterns. And these disharmonic resonant patterns want to match with other disharmonic resonant patterns. What you will find is within your resonant field, you have a, a number, many of the frequencies that make up this resonant field. Some of those frequency patterns are old patterns of disharmonic resonance, old disharmonic frequencies. And sometimes the other person might activate these disharmonic resonant frequencies. There will be this of the frequency match that then amplifies the disharmonic resonant pattern. This amplification is what you talk of, of the being affected or uh, uh, interfered with by someone of the elseness. And sometimes with the empathic nature of the uh, reality of your existence, you will try to match that resonant frequency or that disharmonic frequencies in a uh, in a of uh, what you call an attempt to help them to uh, stabilize that resonant pattern or that frequency pattern. This is not uh, the the most appropriate way to assist in this. The most appropriate way to assist someone else who is sharing a disharmonic resonant pattern. This could look like, as you uh, mentioned before, the business person, the business colleague, uh, the business partner who uh, has uh, done something that you are not of the happiness with or has uh, fallen in their frequency and they are doing disharmonic resonant frequency patterns. When this happens, the uh, resonant frequency will affect potentially your resonant frequency, especially if you are in the empathic nature, especially when you are of the caring nature. You will wish to then try to match that resonant frequency and change the resonant frequency back into the lightness of. But this then affects your resonant pattern and you begin to speak of and share of the disharmonic resonance. Does this make of the understanding? Yes, this, this is what I'm, I have just heard you say. There's a couple of points there and I just will repeat it from my understanding. My understanding is that when somebody's um, frequency has lowered for whatever reason, circumstances happening around them, things they're not coping with, and then because, you know, our nature is to have empathy for that person, what we tend to do is then lower our own frequency to match and create rapport with that frequency mm. uh, because we care for that person. But that is not what we should do because we can't get them to rise by force to our frequency. We can't demand that they rise by force to our frequency. We can only keep our own frequency where it's at and as you were speaking, what I thought that I would do in that situation is before a meeting that I would have is really meditate and really, really center myself into the frequency that I know, like you say, the Eleni-ness frequency, ground myself in that frequency and just hold it mm. whilst I'm in the meeting. Mm. So hold the higher frequency and that boundaries, the second point that you made, was that boundaries are actually not required um, in from a higher perspective that you've just got to hold the frequency of of love and knowing that everything flows when you don't allow yourself to go down into the lower frequency because if you allow yourself to go down in the lower frequency you will then attract other frequencies um, when you're down there and mm. then that just 
accumulates. So that's mm. my understanding of what you just said. Am I correct? Mm. This is much of the awareness that you are of the correctness within this construct. You must understand that in any interaction that you have, there is a uh, what you would call an underlying river of frequency. That is the truth between the relationship of each of you. If you can hold with the river of truth, with the uh, thread of truth that is uh, underlying the connection of the relationship, then there can be a holding of the harmonic patterns. What uh, you are expressing is of the correctness that you hold your resonant frequency. You expand into the fullness of your resonant frequency. This will then allow the other to continue to play the lower of the frequencies, the disharmonic resonant patterns without you being of the infected. You then hold this uh, river of connected truth that you have to assist in the other person of the awakeningness, of the realizationness, so that they can then step into their biggest frequency, their resonant truth. And then the two of you will begin to make a harmonic pattern of song, of resonance. This becomes a harmonic song, a uh, frequency that goes out into the world to be of the harmonized, stabilized nature. This then allows them to be in the healing process, to rise into the resonance of the self, or it will cause them to be of the moving awareness because their disharmonic resonant frequency isn't being of the matchness. When this happens, they are in the process, they will have to be in the moving of the awareness. In that case, you must be ready for the letting go. You must be ready for the transformation of the relationship in this moment. Many of you, when this is happening, when you are holding your resonance, and you are then feeling the other frequency disappearing, that you then lower your frequency to try and make sure that they don't be of the disappearing. This is a transformative uh, a transformative process and you must be allowing of the energies to transform, to transition, to uh, be of uh, the place that they need to be in. Therefore, as you hold your resonant pattern and the other does, uh, is uh, not uh, stepping into or breathing into their resonant frequency and they are holding the disharmonic resonant pattern, they will wish to be of the moving awareness. This is where the uh, construct of the boundary is not of the necessary because they will be in the natural moving away process. They will leave your energetic sphere because they won't be able to be of the surviving of that energetic pattern that they are trying to hold on to. So they're holding on to this uh, disharmonic resonant pattern. You are holding on to a, a, a harmonic resonant pattern. These two can no longer be in, the, in uh, interaction with each other. So either that other person rises into their harmonic resonant pattern or they must be of the moving away from your resonant pattern because it is not... Um, how you might understand, it is not uh, in alignment, it is not in uh, harmony with each other. And so harmonics and disharmonics wish to be of the moving away from each other. Mm. Mm. And this explains why it's perfectly okay for friendships to end, for business mm. partnerships to end, mm. or relationships of an intimate nature to end, because... Mm. That is the natural state of affairs if mm. if the resonant field is no longer matching. Mm. 
much of the importance. This is a, transi a transitory of the experience. You are moving through the space and time. You are moving through resonant fields. This is what you are of the doing. Even in the transition from one of the life to the next of the life, you are just moving through transient resonant frequencies. And you are uh, moving and the shifting and changing through these frequencies. This is the river. This is the flow of the existence of a frequency universe, of a resonance universe. This is what we are all of the construct. This is, uh, uh, this is the uh, base, what you might call the foundations of the construct of our universe, the resonant frequencies. Hello. 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 That was um, really beautiful information. It's interesting mm. that when I ask a question, I actually feel like I've, I get it before I mean yeah. even speaks. Like it, yeah. it comes to me too. Like yeah. it feels like it just comes to me mm. like as to like I know the answer answer instantly. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the like downloading it nature of it. Be, it doesn't yeah. need to be spoken. No. Um, I just want to speak about the points that uh, mm. we talked about because I think yeah, they're yeah, really relevant to people listening. Yeah. And, you know, it goes back to our triggers. Mm. So who are the people that trigger us in our lives? Mm. And what, what, why are they triggering us from a higher perspective? Like, what is it that Try. we still need to step into? Mm. Like, what is the higher self that we still need to step into? Oh, and this is an opportunity. Do we step into our higher self mm. or do we go back into a lower frequency? I think that's true. And I think right now on the planet, that's becoming more and more obvious, you know, which might mean that some people are saying more of the disharmonic to make it obvious or more of the distance between the two, like, or like, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I've had that experience where you're in your, you know, you think you're in your resonance, your bigness and you're like, Oh, everything's lovely and wonderful. And then someone comes along, bang, instantly you're sort of not in that anymore. And it's like, what, what happened? And I think more of that's happening to show us and to help us to strengthen ourselves into that space so that we're not, infected by uh, disharmonic resonant frequencies that come in. And even if we are, we just breathe back into that harmonic resonant field because most interactions are about the self, not about the other person, you know? Yes, and absolutely. And, right? And we sometimes get that but sometimes miss it because then we feel we allow it to, for us to lower our or go into the drama, you know, lower our frequency or go into yeah. the drama and, it's all training to help us to hold that resonant field regardless of what's it happening. Is. It is. And I can see it now. Like I know that if I'm triggered, I know it's for me. Yeah. But I still get into my old my head sometimes. <laughs> so yes. I want to give the practical example because I think people yeah. can relate. Yeah. If I give a practical example, I feel mm. like there's one last trigger. That's what it feels like to me. Like, you know, previously, you know, Five years ago, there might have been like hundreds of triggers. Yes. It feels like I might be deluding myself, but it feels <laughs> like there is, and I probably am until, you know, the That's next right. thing appears. Yeah, yeah. But 
feels like there's this one last trigger for me and that last trigger is is somebody who's been working for, with me for a very very long time right and who are careful a lot and i feel very responsible for her i feel mm. responsible for providing for her mm. and um recently you know quite a while now the last probably six months or 12 months yeah um the performance has really not been where it needs to be and i've yeah. been as supportive as possible and yeah. trying yeah. to hold the high ground of i love this person i'm responsible for this person i care for this person but at the same time i'm not feeling like i'm getting back what i need as you know for my own business and so like it's this like almost this kind of frustration and annoyance like i'm you know i'm doing so much for this person this person is not giving back the way that i would expect and then i know that that feeling of frustration is a lower frequency like i know that it's something that you know in the past i wouldn't have tolerated yeah, yeah. and i would have taken some sort of action for and it's really frustrating and annoying and i'm trying to bring her up to my level and like what amid said was you can't do that you can't actually bring someone up to your level to think like you. You just can't do that. No. The interesting thing with resonant fields is you can see down through resonant fields. You can't see up through resonant fields, right? So when you're in the expanded nature, you can see down through all the other crappy things you've gone through to get to there. But someone who's not there can't see up into it. So you say things and they go, I don't even know what you're saying. Like, I can't even fathom what you're saying. Right. But I think the key word I heard in what you said was things like responsible. I feel responsible for this person. I right? do. I do. And that's 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 a disharmonic resonant frequency for you. Yes. I don't know how to deal with that responsibility. This person lives in a country that's, you know, the circumstances are really harsh. And so I want to take care of her and her family and that I do feel responsible. And so. How do you integrate That's, that into yeah. holding a higher resonance and in the Eleniness <laughs> that, you know, Ami talks about? Yeah, but I think in a higher resonance, we're not responsible for anybody except ourselves. We're not responsible for anyone. Everyone has a journey. And sometimes when we get responsible for the journey, then we're affecting the journey or we're trying to affect the journey, right? Some people need to beat themselves up for a long period of time before they have whatever realization they need to have. We're not responsible for them doing that or not doing that. They have to go on that journey. And I think you help most when you stay in that resonant field. And because with the word responsible, there's an expectation that something will come back. Well, I'm going to look after you. What are you going to give me? I'm putting all my energy into looking after you, all my money, all my time, everything, regardless of what you're doing, whether you're performing, not performing, I'm giving you everything, right? And it's like, well, hang on a minute. Now there is an automatic expectation that something will come back in return. And because that's not coming back, you're then dropping into your resonance and there's a disharmonic pattern happening. There's definitely a disharmonic resonance happening between the two of you now. Yeah. And so what's ended up is that person's trying to move away to get back into the resonant field because this connection that you have now is causing disharmonic so they're moving away because they want to we want to move towards harmonic resonance that's what we want to do you're moving away because <laughs> you're now no, lo no longer in harmonic resonance so now it's moving away 
And maybe that's what needed has needed to happen or is needing to happen. I don't know. Um, but I would think if you hold your resonant pattern, stop trying to maybe, you know, influence or protect or look after or be responsible for, and you just let go of that, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Mm. It'll have its natural flow, right? And its natural flow will continue to separate, which is where it's, you know, again, I try and it's easy when you're outside of it, right? So it's easy for me to be saying this. I try to sit and I do this with my clients as you do. I sit with the, in the resonant field. I forget what they're saying and the drama of what they're saying and, oh, they're not performing and I want to look after them and this and that. Try and keep, I try and keep out of that and go, okay, what's happening at a much higher cosmic energy mm. level right now? Mm. What's playing out, right? Because all the little stuff is just the drama and blah, well, blah, blah. I know blah. it's for me. I know it. Of course. But I, and I want to step into the highest expression of me and then not knowing whether the highest expression means letting go or just just hold love, just keep holding the love and then not expecting anything back. Just, uh, you know, I think, I mean, if you look at the resonance in this example, there is definitely a moving away, right? There's definitely a moving away. And sometimes that's because... Well, sometimes it's because you're the other per, one person's desperately trying to influence or change or fix or whatever it might be. And therefore, if that person doesn't want that energy, then they're going to move. They're going to want to move away from that because that's disharmonic to them. Might be harmonic to you, which is I'm doing lovely things and I'm helping and I'm trying, but to them it's disharmonic. So they're going to move away. Hmm. Um, and for whatever reason, and sometimes we don't understand, I saw this video the other day of this. They, they interviewed this lady who was homeless in the street, and she was probably, you know, under 30 or 30, and they were asking, do you see your parents and your family, and do they come by? And she's like, yeah, they come by often and blah, blah, blah. But you could obviously see that she wasn't going to accept help from them because as a parent, you go, hey, I'll give you some money. Come and stay at home. Do you know what I mean? Don't live on the street. But... <laughs> But it's almost, and I don't know what was really going on because, you know, it was a two-minute, you know, one-minute video. But you could see that there was disharmonic resonance going on where that person had to move away from them even though they were coming and helping. Mm. They couldn't be part of that for whatever reason, for whatever life journey or something that's going on. And remembering, as Ahmed said before, we're in a theme park which is like a boot camp. So we're learning stuff, right? And sometimes boot camps are hard. Like sometimes you've got to hit way, way low before, do you know what I mean? You can step into a bigger version of you and sometimes we don't understand this journey, certainly from a 3D point of view. This is why I love the resonance bit because you can get a much better understanding at a resonance level because you're out of personality, you're out of ego, you're out of, oh, but they, you know, they're doing this and not this and they should be doing that. Do you know what I mean? You stay above all of that and you go, okay, what's really going on here? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what's, what's really going on here? And what Amid said is that boundaries are not, you know, this, you know, that doesn't exist where Amid comes from. No. Like you don't need boundaries. You don't no. need to put, which boundaries really are separation. Totally. Boundaries are you're putting your wall up. So totally. if I have a boundary with you, it means I am separating myself from totally. you. And that's not the reality. The reality is the one. You can't separate. Like you can't actually do that. 
what you can do though is have your resonant frequency and my resonant frequency and when we're both doing that the two resonant frequencies come together like uh you know a violin and a trumpet and makes beautiful music right <laughs> that's what happens that's the connection that comes in but it's still separate right but we get to play the same music it's a different frequency because one's a violin and one's a trumpet, but we're playing the same notes now. We're playing the same music. And that's when this harmony comes together where you can really just love that person for who they are. You know those moments where you mm -hmm. go, oh, God, I just I see you and I just love you for who you are. Beyond drama, beyond ego, beyond bullshit, you know, crap, whatever's happened, you can feel into that. That's mm -hmm. the magic. But if one yeah. person's playing disharmony and another's playing harmony, you may still be violin and trumpet, but one's playing one set of notes, the other's playing another set of notes, and it's all weird and it's all strange. This is why there's no boundaries, because when those two resonant fields come together, they don't go like that. They go like this and play the same song, right? Different frequencies of the same song, but still the same song. Mm. Wow, this is the universe, the one verse. The one Absolutely. song, right? Absolutely. That's that's what it is. And we can do it on a day-to-day -day basis, play that song. Yeah. And it just stuck with me, you know, about the responsibility stuff, you know, like when I let go of feeling responsible, then that yeah. person will step up. Totally. Because that's what happened with my son. Like the moment yes. I let go of exactly. I'm not I'm no longer responsible. He really stepped up oh, into his manhood. Totally. His whole life has changed. But totally. I had to let go first. Yeah. Because Maybe in a way you're almost suppressing his frequency because you're trying to be it. You're trying to give him the frequency that he needs. Here, take yeah, that frequency. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, that, he that wants to move away from it. Because, to me. Like, yeah, that's a great analogy. Like, it being is. both people as my children, really. Totally, totally. And, and as soon as I let go of Peter trying to make it good for him, yes. he has oh, been the flourished, happiest right? Oh. He has ever been, and he's exactly. in such a beautiful place because I went, it's his journey. He's it's got to his, do it himself. That's right. I'm not it responsible anymore. You're not. And I think it's the same with this person, you know, and then you sit down and have a conversation, which is really just heart to heart of do you want to be here? Are we still, are we still meant to be together? Do you know what I mean? There was this great, I heard years ago, this great uh, group in Italy, and they're like a commune sort of, right? Um uh, and they all live together. And uh, every year the married couples come together in front of the group and either remarry or not. So they have a day apart. And in that day they decide, do we want to be together or not be together any longer? And if they do, they come back and remarry every year. And if they don't, they separate. And there's no divorcey, horrible, nasty thing. It's just like, you know, right now it's just, it's done. We're done, right? Um, and it's time to move on. Uh, and we tend not to do that. We tend to hold desperately onto things and not just allow the flow of the universe to move things wherever they need to be. So I think the conversation you have with this person is, okay, where are we at? Should we be together still? Should this still be unfolding? And, you know, and, and in those conversations, it's almost like I want to set you free. So I want you to know it's okay to leave. It's okay to say, no, I'm done. I've had enough. I don't want to work for you anymore. I don't want to work with you anymore. I don't want to be your partner, whatever, it, the com you know, whoever it is. And or the opposite of going, hang on, let me feel into it. And, and I think it's important, certainly with these people you're talking about, that you don't get the instant response. It's like, let's just sit no. with this for a minute. Just sit. Yeah. Don't give me a response because 
you know, there's a pleasing no. nature to a lot of people who are going to go, oh, of course I do, of course I do. It's like, hang on a minute. Let's start on the premise like of we don't have to be together. We don't have to be doing this, right? Let's start there. Rather than starting, you know, we're all entwined and, oh, my God, what does it mean if we, un you know, untwine and, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And let's start with the premise of we don't have to be together and it's okay and see what yeah. happens. You know, because because if you have the premise that you have to be together, there's yeah. fear on both sides. Totally, there's, there's fear on my side that will oh, what's only this person knows That's... this part of my business. <laughs> exactly, and there's and there's a fear on the other side, which is what well, what am I going to do with that? Where this, am I going to get money and stuff? That's right. There's fear on both sides, but if you can at least start with a neutral energy, which is we don't have to do this, and it's okay, right? I'm okay for you to leave. You get okay that I, you know, I go. And let's just come from that place and see what's left over. Because I think, and I've been sort of shared with this a bit about. The only reason we come together is to help each other grow. Totally. When that's done, that's done. Do you know what I mean? Like when that's finished, that's finished. And, you know, I look at our evolution together and, you know, I love how it's evolved and played and, you know, it's there's obviously still so much. Oh yeah, it's been, but we've allowed it to, which I think has been a real blessing, right? Because we could have held on, and we, all the wounding we've had from all sorts of experiences you and I both had, we could have just gripped hold desperately, and but we let it flow and we let it move, and we actually allowed each other to speak freely and go, it's not right how it is right now, you know. But mm -hmm. we always knew that it wasn't over, whatever that means. Do you know what I mean? There was always, there's always mm -hmm. been this. And then this evolved and who knows what will evolve next. I mean, we just allow whatever. Um, but that's been really nice to practice sort of what we preach to some degree in this episode, you know, what we've – and whether we did that on purpose or whether we just felt it and went with it and we – but I think the allowing was, was, was really helpful. And I think yeah. when you start with that nothingness, we don't have to be together. It's okay either way. It doesn't matter. Now let's talk about the truth, what's going on and where should we be. When you allow that, then people feel free to be. Yeah, and I, I think like that, that um, I think that what you said, Marcus, about the allowing and the next level is not only allowing to stop whatever you're in, but yeah. also allowing whatever's next to transpire. Totally. So for totally. us, it didn't necessarily mean so we never see each other again. No. We started... You know, we started with you mentoring me. We, then yep. we went into a, a partnership. Yeah. And and then we've continued with this kind of collaborative totally. project, which is totally. fluid and open to all sorts of change. Totally. And so it's like n not necessarily saying, well, okay, that partnership didn't work. Okay, see you later. I'll no. see you sometime. It was like, well, we still want to hang out in some yeah. form. Yeah, it's not over and we held on to that thread so that we didn't get angry with each other and, oh, how dare you and, oh, you know, you've let me down and I've let you down and we didn't do that. And even, you know, even in the moments where, you know, maybe a little ego came in and we got a little wounded, we just were with it and just allowed the process to unfold and I think that's that's been really fantastic. Yeah. You know, I've loved that. Can, exactly. And that can play out with the people listening with any of your relationships. Totally. Like totally. with, with my second marriage that I had for 22 years, yeah. you know, that 
I will always care for, for my second husband, John, and my first husband, Nick, but the second husband, John, I always catch up with when I get yeah. down to Melbourne. And I love yeah. catching up. Yeah. So there's no reason why you can't still have that person in your life if you wish. Totally. Totally. I mean, sometimes the wounding's too great because you haven't, but you know, that was at a different time in your life, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I think if you hold the underlying thread, and I think there's, this is a universal thread that runs through all of us, you know, and it maybe is that one song, and we know the song, and when we connect into the song and share it from our resonance, then there's just this beautiful connection happens between, and all the wounding and damage and crap that's just very earthly it's not true it's just stuff uh can start to disappear you know Beautiful. and sometimes it can't right sometimes you with people and you've outgrown them or whatever and they stayed where they are and they can't be on that level and understand what you're talking about and therefore you know you let them continue their path you continue yours and maybe you don't ever speak again and that's that's okay too Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Excellent. Oh, thank you all right. So much. Thank what you, everyone. Episode. Thank you, Eleni. That was absolutely beautiful. So Yay. See you guys next time. See you next time. Ciao. Oh. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Galactic Guidance. We hope you loved it. And if you did, please subscribe to the podcast. And we would so love it if you also shared it with your friends. Until next time, remember to stay connected to your own inner guidance and trust the journey ahead.